Welcome to your Magical Life Podcast. A sacred space to explore, create, and manifest more magic into your daily life. I'm Crystal, homeschool mom to two wildlings and lover of all things witchy and magical. And I'm Ash, your resident art witch and priestess, helping you trust your intuition through art and divination. Welcome to our first podcast. We're getting started with this first show talking about magical definitions and what magic means. So, Crystal, what does magic mean to you? Well, I think that this is such a great question to start us off because there's magic and then there's magic. Magic with a C or magic with a CK at the end. And to be honest, you know, I've always loved magic with a C, Harry Potter, all of that kind of thing that's just kind of whimsical and kind of, I don't know, I guess you'd call it like fake magic. You know what I mean? Like the pulling things out of a hat, illusions, things like that, you know, magic tricks. Um, then you talk about magic with a K. And that's when I think you're bringing in all of the witchy, all of the ethereal, the spiritual, um, the angels, everything. What about you? What What is your definition of magic? Yeah, I, I mean, I would, I'm in the same line with you. Like magic with a C is the um, whimsical pull a rabbit out of the hat. It's shiny. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's shiny, whereas magic with a CK is earthy, it's rooted into nature, and the real life magic, it's the powerful magic that we can actually do that isn't, um, you know, it's not movie magic. Movie magic is magic with a C. Definitely. And to be honest, I really only thought there was magic with a C until... I'd say, you know, the last like couple of years, um, I didn't think real magic was real. The <laughs> same. There was definitely a long time. Like I started meeting people in the spiritual world that called themselves witches or saying that they did magic like long before I thought that was actually a real. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> And that is absolutely because there's, you know, witches and then there's witchy, you know, like my my screen name here is witchy as a mother, you know. And again, like I I love things, you know, that are witchy, but I don't know if I would necessarily go so far to call myself a witch. I think I'm much more than a witch. I think a witch is part of me. I don't think I, I definitely don't shun it and say like, oh, I don't want to be a witch. I don't know that I have the qualifications. I don't know if you, there's like a witch club, witch school, but I didn't go to it. Uh, I, I didn't get my Hogwarts letter, um, but I really feel the magic. I feel witchy. I am embracing it all, the tarot cards, the crystals, um, you know, the meditation, um, the manifestation, candle magic. But I don't know if I'm qualified to be a witch. If you say you're a witch, you're a witch. Well, then. I see, I see witchy as like the fun magic with a C version of witch. Like if you're witchy, you're like 
just messing around, having fun, like looking witchy. But if you are a witch, like that's when you're like really in it doing the wit or doing the witch, doing the witchcraft. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. And it feel like I'm I'm on that border, like I'm doing the witchcraft. Like, I mean, I just made a simmer pot in there, you know, like I mean, I I'm doing it, but I, I don't know if the witches are gonna come for me and be like, You're not witchy enough, you know? <laughs> the witch police. Mm, no. <laughs> the the witch police or the people who are gonna judge you aren't really following their craft, in my opinion. Um, they aren't really in their power, in my opinion, because if if you're doing it and you're following your path, then however you practice it or someone out in the street practices as practices it isn't gonna matter to you. That's true. And there's so many different kinds. Eclectic witch, witch, hedge witch, sea witch, witch. Yes, I I am the art witch, but I also definitely consider myself very eclectic because if I pull from all different places of whatever resonates, because I mean I'm learning from so many different places, um, going to you know vendor fairs and gallery readings and learning online, so I'm I'm learning from all these different witches and from all these different paths, so. I'm pulling what resonates for me and creating my own practices a long way. So I'm I love that. very eclectic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And um, I notice, um, you know, that you also call yourself a priestess. So can you tell me a little bit more about that path? Yeah. So I, I definitely found myself as a wit before I found myself as a priestess. I felt like priestess was like the, the next level above that. I think it, at this point, it seems just like on the same level, but the witchiness, or there we go, witchiness. The witchcraft <laughs> is like the um, more earthy, more masculine side. And then the priestess is the, um, I don't know, more airy, um, feminine side of practice, which I know. I know not everyone would describe it as such that a lot of people would say that they're both very um, feminine practices, but I just happen to see the witchcraft as the like hands in the dirt, feet in the dirt, earthy, um, darker, not, not darker in a bad sense, just darker in a, in the energy of it. Whereas the priestess is the more light, airy. And I'm coming from the universe. That's just how my practice has evolved. I love that. And then there's just, you know, the yin, the yang, you yeah. know, light, dark, you know, the shadow, you know, I mean, I just think, you know, people say dark and, you know, think like a oh, dark magic, like, no, no, that's not at all. You know, what we're talking about, you know, when we talk about darkness or shadow work, you know, and things like that, I think it's so important to distinguish um, between those terms as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I definitely work a lot with a shadow, which isn't dark or necessarily scary. Sometimes it can be scary to get in there, but it's only because you're facing all of the things that you have tried to avoid forever. Um, so the shadow work is diving into like your fears and your shame and your resentment 
and learning how to um, walk hand in hand with those things instead of trying to avoid and look away from them. So, you know, the, the darker magic is really just to get through the darkness in your life so that you can find the light. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, so many of these topics um, that we're mentioning today in our definition in our first episode um, are absolutely topics that can become their own episode later on. Like shadow work is, I know, something on your heart, something on my heart, something that the collective needs right now. And so I definitely imagine down the line that we're going to definitely dive into shadow work, what it is and how to work through it in a productive way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely a productive way and a destructive way to do it. Um, but I'm curious. So I, I work a lot with the shadow work and those aspects, but I'm curious, what do you focus more on in your practice? Um, so my practice is very all over the place. You know, I, um, Primarily right now, I'm working with tarot cards, oracle cards, and reading um, for people in personal practice, private readings, but also on TikTok. Crazy enough. Um, that is, yeah, that platform, um, it called me. I won't say I picked it. It picked me. I don't know why. Spirit just was like banging me on the head. You should go teach tarot on TikTok as I was learning. Like I was in not even like a tarot reader or an expert. I was just very beginning and spirit just guided me to start like just sharing because one thing about me is that I am a teacher, a teacher in my soul. Um, I was an elementary school teacher, like training. I, I homeschool my kids and tarot. I mean, like I, anything that I learn, I teach the way that I learn is that I teach. And, um, and so I was learning tarot. And um, so I started posting on TikTok and just having people learn along with me. And, um, and so what I love when I deliver messages to people is that it, I encourage people that I'm not extra special. I'm not extra magic. The magic is in everyone. The magic is in every single person that receives every message from me. And I try to empower people. And that's why when you asked me to do this podcast with you and we pitched ideas back and forth, like your magical life. Yeah, your magical life my magical life and everyone who's listening to us magical life. I want them to recognize and learn how to hone their gifts that are there. They're latent. They're, you know, so many people are awakening right now and just kind of like lost for some practical magic. I love that movie, practical <laughs> magic, you know, and that is really where I feel like my mission in life is to kind of bring you know, the 5D down to the 3D, like be that bridge. Um, because I do, I feel like, um, I am very eclectic too. Like I said, I do a lot of like kitchen witch stuff, candle magic, things like that, rituals of my own, um, working with the moon, manifesting with the moon, things like that. Um, but I also bring my children into that, um, raising my kids, um, you know, witchy as a mother, like became my name because my kids are a part of my journey. They teach me so much. They are my biggest guides often, um, but also like I'm their guides trying to teach them. Um, one of the reasons why we're not in school is that there's just so much um, noise about structure and clocks and things like that. And we have stepped away from that. It's been beautiful while we homeschool. They're, you know, 
the structure is out the window. Learning is something you love, you know, and it's just been eye-opening. And I am excited to share with you and share with whoever's listening here um, and to empower them, to share my story, to empower them that it's really simple to um, embrace and, you know, manifest magic in your daily life. Yeah. And that's uh, my mission too, really, is um, because I have Studio 429, of course, which was named by my daughter, um, unbeknownst to her. <laughs> and my um, my like tagline or one-liner for that is uh, trust your intuition through art and divination. So that's what I am teaching constantly is how you can channel that power yourself that it's great to get a reading from someone else. It's great to go get Reiki or something else from another provider, but you also have that power yourself in the moment. Um, so Amen. But I love it. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> All the, yeah. Um, so one word that has come up in the last few minutes is um, divination and tarot. So um, for those of you listening who are new to this world, do you want to, and since you, Crystal, teach tarot, do you want to give like a, what is tarot 101? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I foresee this as another future episode. For sure. A little more into depth, for sure. Um, but the tarot, um, tarot versus oracle, let's just do a quick, you know, difference of those. So um, the tarot cards, I have some right here. Awesome. Tarot deck writer wait is the uh, traditional one that you'll see a lot of and it's 78 cards and they have a very specific set they have a major arcana that are numbered and they have a minor arcana and the meanings are very set and every tarot deck even if it's based on animals or based on um cats you know they have cat tarot they have um all different tarot sets i have a harry potter tarot i have you know all different kinds and um the difference isn't in the pictures, but the, they all mean the same. Two of Swords is decision-making, you know, in every single deck, you know? And so um, Oracle decks, on the other hand, they can be whatever they want. Um, every single author or creator of an Oracle deck can pick how many cards there are. Some have only 13 cards. Some have 70 eight cards, some have a um, hundred cards. And uh, so, and every uh, different Oracle deck also has a different theme. Some are angels, some are um, inner child work, some are specifically for um, business and things like that. So um, I, what I love about Oracle cards are you can just pull them out. You don't need to learn any system. You open them up, you shuffle them, you pull a card and you get a message. Um, and that is honestly where I would recommend that most people start is grabbing an Oracle deck. Um, when you're just kind of breaking into, you know, um, opening up that broom closet and saying, am I in all this, you know? Um, really, I think Oracle decks are fantastic um, to get in touch with your guides. Some of them, um, you know, specifically have gods, goddesses, deities, angels. And so you can really start to connect yourself 
to source and just open up that door. Um, that's what I love about um, oracle cards and uh, and tarot cards are a beautiful system that I feel like um, people think it's very difficult to learn, and it really isn't. Um, you know, once you learn the patterns that go through it, the numerology that's through it, and what the suits mean, it's very easy to unlock the secret. So also, if tarot is calling you like it was calling me, let's go for it. There's great resources online, free resources, all, you know, on my TikTok, it's, I did like a tarot 101 course in like one minute videos. You could learn all the cards. Like it's just super easy free. There's just so much info out there. And I think that it is, again, when we talk about divination, yes. Okay. I want to know what's happening in the future, you know, and people think I will, you know, I'm going to go to a fortune teller or something like that. And I want to know what's in the future. Well, can tarot cards tell us and give us a peek of what might happen? Yes. But there's also free will. Things could shift, you know, and things like that. And so nothing's ever set in stone. Um, is it a peak? I think it is. I think it is because and we'll get into this later, you know, but oh, like, yeah. you know, timelines and things like that, past lives, future selves, so much to get into. Um, but I think that the most important thing about tarot cards, oracle cards, it could even be, um, there's, I have this set of story cues. These are just a set of dice that I uh, use for teaching. They are, um, they've got pictures on them, just little pictures. And I use them for teaching writing. You roll it and the kids write a story. I use it in my class. That's cool. I was in it with my son. And then I realized, wait a minute, you're just talking to me through these cues. They really, any single tool spirit can use to talk to you whether it's a card whether it's a feather on the ground whether it's dice any tool that you can use to whether you you know think it's spirit god your higher self you know i think spirit can tell you <laughs> exactly um and i i agree with all of that uh, divination itself literally just means divining knowledge or divining oh my god <laughs> so oh, no. you unlocking knowledge we just got nice. the keyhole i mean oh, how hey, perfect I, is that i have the key around here somewhere too um, oh my gosh <laughs> so okay um, and the, the one thing i would add about tarot being the resident art witch here is that yeah. it is the writer wait Smith deck because Pamela Smith was the artist and often oh. she is left out of the picture, but she is the reason we have that deck. Well, thank you so much. And I am going to, from now on, really remember to put writer Wait Smith. It was actually just her birthday a few days ago. I had heard, um, which was so cool. Uh, and that she was the artist and that it was she was a female like i didn't know that i i didn't know that and like for her time for that time like this huge that this is the deck that everyone uses and bases their decks on basically yeah. um, that's amazing and of course being a woman at the time she yeah, was always absolutely. always left off um but she was yeah. an illustrator um she did more than just this deck but this is you know what she's known for we are so awesome <laughs> i 
kind of going to research okay. her. Like that is now on my list. Mission, mission. Um, <laughs> and then the twice reminded me of these. These are runes. Yes. Um, these are elder Futhark runes. Um, I love Odin and the Norse mythology and things like that. Freya. Um, and and. So I have these runes that I've worked with a bit, not as much as tarot and um, oracle cards, but they're just another method of divination. And you work with um, witches' runes, don't you? Yeah. So I have my witches' runes here, and I make my own because art rich. Oh my gosh! So, oh, I love um, it. These are some of the witches' runes. Some of them are a little dirty because they were in my desk, but um, and because you use. These are so oh, um, um, for various and so there are thirteen runes in the witch's rune set. Um male, Maybe less than what's that? Uh, that's less than um the elder Futhark. Yeah, so there's there's only thirteen oh. because thirteen is a major number in witchcraft. Um thirteen cycles of moon, thirteen um or phases, thirteen signs. 13 numbers. <laughs> um, and I love that, that uh, you know, reclaiming that yeah. unlucky 13, like, no, no, no. It is very blessed. And, and very. Um, There's a reason why the- unlucky. Um, because why? witches have power. Women have power when they're doing witchcraft. And oh. who did not want women to have power in the you know, several centuries ago. Patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. Cough, Interesting. cough. Interesting. <laughs> cough, cough. Mm-hmm. Right. That is very interesting. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, we have covered so many different things, kind of jumped around. We did. But one thing I kind of wanted to go back to for one quick second that we almost talked about but didn't was God. Mm-hmm. Big topic there. Source universe. I'm going for it. Let's talk. What what do you believe? What do you call it? What do you think? Um I call it universe, but also I'm definitely polytheistic, so I believe in many gods and goddesses. Um, like you said, Norse gods, goddesses that also get to rule in the Celtic realm. Um, I work with Hecate and Lilith a lot, um, Odin and Freya, of course, um, and Athena. I can't leave out Athena. I've got dogs named Freya and Athena, so of course I have both of them running around my house. Um, but I I work with several deities um, and ascended masters, so I believe in a wide array based on what energy I'm trying to go for um because i think they're all i think they're all one thing which is source or universe whatever both words are interchangeable for me um you might hear me say either one but then you have the gods and goddesses that are like different aspects of that one source and you go to whichever one you want to work with that day whatever thing you're trying to manifest or trying to work through or trying to banish you go to that deity and you work with that right. energy. Right. Don't forget about Mercury. And Mercury, of <laughs> <For> course. For me, <laughs> we have 
we have been offering him to make our technology work. Yes. And, uh, and it's finally worked. <laughs> the communication. So hopefully this is all going well. Yes. Um, so far, so good. Is- Thank you, Mercury. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love everything that you said. Um, so much of it resonates, you know, how I feel as well. Um, you know, and, and, uh, I think we're going to get into, you know, our own personal background in a later episode. Um, but I grew up Catholic. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's been a bit of a, a chasm to bridge here. You know, I had to make friends with God again a bit. Um, you know, God was not a part of my life for a long time. And and it and and just opening this now, like I'm able to say, like, yeah, I talked to God. I talked to goddess. I talk to source. I talk to the universe and then the specific gods. I talk to Odin. I talk to, you know, and, and Jesus, you know, he's a great guy too. You know, like, I mean, you know, um, not sure about all the stuff, the Catholics, you know, but, um, but Jesus himself, yes. good guy, good guy. Um, and so, and love working with him and he has all about love and forgiveness. Who doesn't love love? You know? And so, and what I, what resonated the most with what you said is that they're, to me, all the same. Like, even when you look at the formal religions, you know, Taoism, Hinduism, Buddhism, uh, Christianity, Muslim, you know, Judaism, like all of them, like the, the break it down to the premises, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, be a good person, you know, yeah. do unto your brother, you know what I mean? Like love, you know? Um, so, and then it gets convoluted with craziness, you know, and doctrine. <laughs> and stuff you know which we won't go into but um not today anyways i think i think you know that i definitely um um connected just with source and then like realizing that like there's the guides there's the ascended masters and things like that um has been very important but one of the biggest realizations for me is that i am also up there Mm. that my higher self me like a part of me it's i i'm not giving away my power like oh i'm praying to all these other and asking all of them like no i'm asking myself i'm talking to myself and that has been a game changer for me and really empowering and really i mean sits well with me (laughs) you know like stepping in power and and again why i think is so important for us to be doing this talking about this is that everyone has that power and it's not blasphemous to say that we are powerful beings you know that is what the creator is trying to get us all to realize this separation that is um we think is happening on this 3d earth is not we're not separate from source we're not separate from each other we're not separate from the earth we're not separate from the animals you know and everything is energy and intention and uh i don't know so that that makes me think of another thing do you then believe in animism where like everything had in what and um I believe the term is animism, which everything has a soul. Like everything is alive, no matter whether. I've never heard of that term. Another one for me to look up. Thank you so much. Um, that everything is alive and has a soul, like a rock and like everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like there's a spirit in a rock and a spirit in a tree. 
just like there's a spirit in a dog. Definitely trees. Trees are amazing. (laughs) So yes, I don't know about rocks. Well, okay, yes, look at my rock. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, yes. (laughs) I didn't know, but I do. Yeah. Um, Because we talk about crystals for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I mean, once again, it might be another whole episode on its own, but we can... It will. Briefly cover. It will. (laughs) Briefly cover. I mean, well, one thing I wanted to just say is that I think, again, bringing magic to your daily life, like, okay, yeah, crystals, rocks, they're so pretty that, you know, or some people are like, ah, it's just a rock. But like some people believe that each rock holds a specific energy that you can kind of imbue by working with it. You know, for example, you know, amethyst is good for, you know, connecting to source third eye, you know, things like that. Tiger's eye is very grounding, you know. so I think that what people think is like, okay, well, I'll go to this crystal sh- store and they're so beautiful, but like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to have this shelf full of crystals. Well, I think that's yes. why I love the bracelet so much. Well, there's also, yes, you will. Um, and bring them out in different rituals, right? Um, charge them under the full moon. Exactly. But um, I think wearing crystal jewelry is so, like to me, it, it was one of those like, you know moments where i'm like oh because like for example you know your left hand is your receiving arm and your right is your giving and so i started this practice it was just intuitive once i started getting too many bracelets to wear all my (laughs) bracelets or be up to there um had to choose and i like i don't know how to choose so i just close my eyes and mix up the bracelets and choose some with the left and choose some with the right Mm. and that tells me every day what do i need to work on and i look at the things that i I am going to need today. And then I look at this hand and I see what are the people around me going to need today? You're using and then I, crystal oh, jewelry as a divination method. That's so I'm cool. telling you, source talks to me forever. I will listen. And that morning it was through my jewelry. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, I started doing it. I don't know off the top of my head, but like based on like what fingers you put your rings on, like that's even connected to different yes. energies and different um, uh, needs or manifestation. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? I remember. I'll tell you how it is. It's okay. a good clue. Everyone will always remember. Okay. So um, it's your index finger on your incoming hand brings things in. And then it's your middle finger on your outgoing hand. Like when you are giving out the middle finger you know <laughs> so it's giving out and it's on the middle side <laughs> and then incoming is like oh incoming nice on on your left side i would write rooms yeah. that i would want you know um to bring in on like my knuckles there for a while when i was really into the runes that's interesting i have this big labradorite ring that i always wear on my left um index finger whenever yes. i'm doing readings for other people and then and like i'm more connected intuitive. and yeah. that was intuitive and yeah. that is absolutely the finger that is supposed to draw in yeah and labradorite is specifically for psychic connections exactly. so oh my gosh 
I just love that. I just love that. Um, I'm going to show one more quick. Okay. Um, well, if you're on a podcast, you're not going to see. But if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see this cool crystal necklace. Cool. You, have you seen these like little cages? Yeah, I actually and have so one hanging in my car. Yeah. And it's so great because you can just chop out whatever crystal you want for that day. So like, oh, exactly. rose quartz. I need a little extra self-love today. I'm going to put that in there or, you know, whatever it is. And I just think, and these little tumbles are super reasonably priced and these are as well so again i think our podcast is so important to bring magic into everyone's daily life i don't want to tell you about well i will tell you about my moldavite <laughs> necklace another time but that's expensive jewelry but i want to tell you about the stuff that everyone can go and get today if exactly. you want and be and more just have that like little moment of intention in the morning about what do I need? What do I want to give? What do I want to do today? And which thing corresponds with that? And then you have that little reminder with you throughout the day that you can come back to that initial intention. Absolutely. And while we are shouting out jewelry, can I just say how cute these earrings are? Um, okay. They are butterfly wings that our resident art witch made. They're on her site. I just, I love them. I I got them literally just a few days ago. Oh, you have yours on yeah, too? Yeah, I have mine on too. Getting, I love them. I am getting some for my friend. I mean, they they are so lightweight and just pretty. I have gotten compliments. I've only worn them out twice. And every time, compliment city. I mean, awesome. I just love them. <laughs> and, yeah. and again, and I feel like um, oh, oh, every oh, oh. this unique. Speaking of goddesses, who is this? This is Freya. Freya and Athena have both been, as soon as we started talking, they were in my office. Then they have refused to not let me, or they've been making sure that I am petting them the entire time. That's amazing. They've been here the whole time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Mine has as well. I, I don't know if anybody could tell, but for a while I was having to like pet her. So if you saw my arm moving, that was why. Yeah, but the, the same <laughs> with mine. If my arm has been moving... It's because of a dog. That's okay. I feel like the people who are going to like us are going to like dogs too. Exactly. It's going to be okay. It's, it's, it's fine. Okay. And if you don't, awesome. Oh, well. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, so this was just the jumping off point of the super basic bullet points, but we're going to be going into so much more. Like there are so many things on our list of topics that we have not covered yet. And each of the things Absolutely. we talked about today could easily be their own half hour episode. <laughs> well, oh, this yeah. is so fun. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this podcast with you. Absolutely. Thank you for agreeing to come along on this crazy idea that I had spur of the moment. Oh, and I was just going to say, and thank you all to our listeners so much for tuning into this episode. <laughs> Absolutely. This is going to be a fun ride, and we definitely hope to bring a lot of listeners along the ride and create a community of witches and pagans and spiritual people and anyone else who resonates with the daily magic. Absolutely. And please feel free to drop us an email with your stories, your questions, um, future topics that you'd like us to talk about, um, or just a, hey, how are you? I'm here too. Um, our email address is magicallifepod at gmail.com. Sorry, I almost yeah. forgot it. 
Uh, but that's what it is. With the K, don't forget yes, magic with the K. With magical life. Um, two L's and with a K. Magical life pod at gmail.com. Or if you're on YouTube and you can drop us a comment, you can like, subscribe, follow, share, push all those buttons, whatever platform <laughs> you're checking this on. All right. <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode. And we can't wait to hear from y'all. All right. Okay. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Your Magical Life. We hope you enjoyed it. Drop a comment and let us know what you liked and what you'd like to see more of. We love hearing from our listeners and featuring your most requested topics in our Q&A section. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And don't forget to check the show notes for bonus content. Send us your stories, questions, and comments to magicallifepod at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time as we continue to explore, create, and manifest more magic into our daily lives. Until then, I'm Crystal. And I'm Ash. Take care and keep making magic. Magic.